welcome to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor. Bad language, dirty jokes. And other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! <laughs> What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? I'm doing okay. How about yeah, you? Yeah, I had to think about that for a second, uh, huh? It's been a rough day. I'm not <laughs> oh, gonna lie. Oh, it sure as heck has. How you doing, Vito? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Geeking Squad podcast. We are, believe it or not, we finally made it up into the 20s. Ooh, we're almost legal drinking age, guys. Yep. Yeah, almost. Almost ready to crack open a good Schlitz malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is episode 20 of the Geeking Squad podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Over there, cracking me a hams, wiping away the foam so we can fucking <laughs> slam cans, you know, <laughs> toast, cheers, chug chug a beer, chug a lug. It's none other than Vito. And then the one over here with just sitting kind of quietly with her wine cooler, you know, just surveying. Judging everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is none other than. Megan Guess. And what we are here to do is talk about all sorts of pop culture, geeky news stuff. Um, everything that we talk about on the show are items that either we or some of you out there shared in the Geeking Squad forum on Facebook. Uh, it's free and open to join. Just don't be a douche and you are welcome in there. And uh, we talk about, you know, new movies, TV shows, uh, retro stuff, modern stuff, but anything that's like geeky, science, dinosaurs, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, mummies, ghosts, just, goblins. Uh, so we talk about all that kind of stuff. We pick out the things that we think are the most interesting and we talk about it on here. And I just want to say a big fat welcome to all our newest members. We just got a whole slew of them. So did we? Welcome everybody. Nice. We sure did. Good. Yeah, we've had new members. We've had new subscribers on uh, YouTube, YouTube and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've, we're, we're, we're getting real close. Racking to, them up. Yeah, we're getting real close to a goal. Mm -hmm. So if any of you out there like know anybody that you can bully into uh, <laughs> subscribing to us so that we can meet that goal soon, we'd be much obliged. Much obliged. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I don't even want to talk about, uh, normally I'm like, so how's everybody's week going and everything? I yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, it's been. It's that bad. <laughs> yeah, I St. Patty's Day just kicked my ass. It sure did. Like, people are exhausting. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to move on. Let's, let's just, let's just I, move on. Yeah, let's just let's move, move right along. And we're going to get into one of my favorite segments. I love, I love when Megan busts out the uh, the eggs and Vito gets the best, you know, spatula and a nice skillet heated up because it's time to fry up some of that good old side of pork <laughs> <laughs> in a segment that we like to call. What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> <laughs> the intro that never gets old. Never. Yes, yeah, Shake and Bacon segment, we like to talk about uh, just different little tidbits that's going on in pop culture. Uh, first up, something that I saw a lot of people were pretty excited about, I, I, I could kind of go either way on this, is that Netflix and Tim Burton have teamed up to do a series 
I'm assuming it's a series, not just a movie. I believe it's supposed to be a series, right? I think it is, but it's supposed to be. It, it, all the information is still a little nebulous at this point, but mm. they're going to do something about Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Interesting. Do you guys like the Adams family movies? They're okay. Yeah, I think I liked them when I saw them like once. Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, I haven't seen them a whole lot either. I like I liked the show though when I was a kid. Oh, I love the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the show was fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. John Aston and stuff. Yeah. Uh Sean's dad, Sean Aston's mm-hmm. dad. Did you know that? That really? Gomez? Yeah. Oh, from the really? old series. That's Sean Aston's dad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's a Goonie dad. He's dad of <laughs> one of the one of the Goonies. But yeah, I, I liked the movies quite a bit. I it's one I'm surprised you've only seen that once because my God, they still now show that on cable constantly. You turn on like, yeah, like what any one of those TBS USA type channels and everything. It's just always on, especially like as it gets closer to Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Because it's more like safe kind of kitty fair and yeah. everything. Christopher Lloyd's amazing in those movies as mm-hmm. fucking uh, Fester. Uh, Fester, yeah. But anyway, so I, I guess that what they're talking about with this is that it's supposed to be like, a coming of a coming of age. Okay, it's it is a series. Yeah, I have it down here. A coming of age series about her, where she's like a student at an academy, and she starts like developing like uh, supernatural powers and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I the the the. I just key... thought they were normal weird people. No, they I mean have powers. Well, I guess they kind of did, but they never really. Yeah, because I mean, they could like survive being electrocuted and set on fire and all sorts of things. I thought they were bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. It's like the Three Stooges. They're just people, but they survive everything. (laughs) Yeah, like horror Stooges. Yeah, kind. I get what you're saying, but no, I think that they were supposed to be some sort of. I think the main one that you just never really could figure out was Gomez. Because it's like if Morticia was like a vampire, you know. Lurch was supposed to be like a Frankenstein kind of guy. Fester, I don't know what the fuck he's supposed to be. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think Adam's Family was ever supposed to be one of those shows where you're supposed to really delve real deep into the yeah. <laughs> the mythology of it. <laughs> but the thing about Wednesday Adams in particular is, I mean, she was probably, along with Christopher Lloyd, um, Christina Ricci being Wednesday Adams was like one of the best things, the standout thing of those movies in the 90s. So I'm like, okay, who are they going to get? Like they have to, they got to do it right. Yeah. And just the right actress. I'm trying to think of like who I could think of off the top of my head that would be like really good for that. It's tough, right? Yeah, everybody's like thinking. Yeah, the best and I don't even like this one, but the best person I could think of is Vanya. Oh, yeah. Well, she won't. You're talking about. But she's not, you know, she's not. Yeah, no. She's not she anymore. Yeah, he's not going to go for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be playing yes. Wednesday Adams. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Uh, Ellen Page. You're That's about. it, yes. Yeah, I don't think Ellen Page would go that route. Um, Yeah, I can't see. And my problem is I'm not like boned up on. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I was going to say on young actresses. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and we did right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm not real familiar with a lot of the young actresses and stuff that are out there today that could be like a good it's candidate. Good yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was hmm. thinking if there was like anybody from Stranger Things or something, but not yeah, really. Not really. You know, because I mean, Millie Bobby Brown is already Enola Holmes, and I prefer her as, yeah, as she's that. an amazing Enola Holmes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 
Hmm. Well, anyway, so yeah, that that's been greenlit, and uh, we'll see. I don't know if anybody out there has any more news on this than I've got. I'd be really curious to know. I, I think a lot of it for me is going to bank on who they cast in this thing. Like, I think everybody's just all excited because it's like, oh, it's Tim Burton and Tim Burton doing Adam's Family, and I'm like. Yeah, but I've seen Tim Burton fuck some shit up, too. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, Dark Shadows wasn't exactly, like, his best uh, foot forward, you know? Yeah, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you like it. I'm not saying it's bad. It's but, not the best of them all, but I don't despise it. But you've also never seen the TV show, right? No, I, no, I haven't. That it was based on, and that's kind of more my point, okay. is, like, where they what he did with it compared to the TV show. I see. Okay. So just because old Adam's Family TV show is great, I'm not automatically going, oh, well, Tim Burton's going to make it amazing. It's like, no, he has the capacity to fuck it up. Okay. So we'll see. Um, Speaking of other characters that they've revitalized and they brought back, I haven't watched this yet. Have you guys seen or heard much about the fact that they brought back Punky Brewster? I heard that. I think yeah. I watched the trailer. Oh, you did watch the trailer. I did. Okay. It, it seems a little weird. Yeah, I mean, at least the, at least in this case, they got Salim Moonfry yeah. to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, because there there can be only one Punky Brewster. Absolutely. I don't think people would settle for another Punky Brewster. Did you watch that when you were a kid? No. No, of course he didn't. Mm-mm. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you were a punky kid, huh? Yes, I was. Punky. <laughs> <The> fucking. <laughs> who did, who was it that she that she lived with? Um. She, yeah, who was that guy? She lived with an old guy. Uh-huh. Is he like George or something like that? I, I can't remember now. I don't either. It's been so long. I barely remember. I just remember being yeah. really quirky and she dressed so funky. Yeah, yeah I like she, vaguely remember that being on TV at the time. Maybe I was just a bit too young for it or something. I just didn't watch it. But. Probably. Yeah, because I think that would have came out, I don't know, what was that, around 85? Something like that. Sure. Like mid eighties, <laughs> something like that. So you could have been old, old enough, just to be old enough to wear, but you would have been too young. You wouldn't have cared about that. You're like, I don't need to watch no program with some sassy little chick on there. <laughs> you know, and you wouldn't have cared about nothing else by that point. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, <laughs> Soleil Moonfry is a good looking lady, man. Mm-hmm. She's a, so it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, okay. Henry, that's his name. I just that, looked it up. Yeah. She's still living in the same apartment. So it's going to be, are they like, do they do like the same set and everything? Because she's supposed to be in the same Chicago apartment okay. where Punky Brewster took place. But she lives there now as a divorced mother raising three children. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at Vito's face. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Just make it an original show, man. It doesn't even sound like it'd be appealing to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's like what threw me off. I was like, oh, really? I don't, I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, well, the whole thing is that she ends up finding a kid, comes across a kid named Izzy, you know, like Punky and Izzy, and Izzy reminds her of herself when she was like a young orphan, basically, oh. because Izzy's been abandoned just like Punky has. Oh. So now Punky is the new Henry. Can you follow? Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's got three kids already. And yeah. She's yeah we don't care about those. <laughs> well, she's got a teenage daughter, and then she's got two adopted sons. And now she's got Izzy to take care of. So Punky's got some issues, man. Yeah, she's got her hands full there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'll probably still check it out because I loved it, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. I want to see it, but I just didn't know if any of you guys had seen it. I mean, it's got like some cool, like, 
cast members and stuff. Freddie, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. is in Oh, it, really? You know, who we know, obviously. Oh, did it, doesn't he play her ex? Aren't oh, they like still besties? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Seth Green's on there. Oh, okay. Uh, even like some WWE people have appeared hmm. on there and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I put this out to people out there. You know, a lot of times we're recommending stuff to you, but I'm kind of doing the opposite. Yeah. If any of you out there listen, if you've watched this Punky Brewster show, this new one, like let us know in the comments. Yeah, is it worth it? If it's any good, because yeah. I'm not going to delve into it if, because I know it's already basically out and everything. I think it just came out. Okay. Um, But I'm not going to bother looking into it if people are like, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, don't waste your time. It's garbage, because. I don't want to ruin my punky memories, man. <laughs> so I liked Punky Brewster, man. I loved all that early to mid 80s NBC show stuff, man. Like I was all about that. I know you don't like CBS, that's for sure. Fuck CBS, <laughs> man. <laughs> Fucking crusty old people station. Oh, like CBS was kind of cool. Out. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Trust me. I saw it. Oh, it's not that I didn't watch it. I was forced to watch it because I was always being babysat by older, uh, you know, relatives, aunts and grandmothers and grandfathers who just loved CBS. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I could do without it. But like NBC was more like geared towards younger people because NBC had, yeah, it had Punky Brewster and it had different strokes and it had Facts of Life and It's Your Move with Jason Bateman and like all these like cool shows like that like that you know what i mean like that was like good sassy 80s stuff i dug that and then abc had good stuff like who's the boss mm -hmm. growing pains you know moonlighting like all that so then when i got up into like my my teens or tweens and everything like i could Moved relate over. to that all cbs had was fucking old people old people you know you're so judgmental i am <laughs> You know, especially when I was 14 years old, I didn't want to watch <laughs> fucking Matlock. I think Lock. you were just scarred. These are great shows. Oh. You just got scarred. That's all. Oh. Well, you know, recently, speaking of that kind of thing, recently, I sat down and I actually watched, for the first time in 30 years, I watched a couple of episodes of MacGyver. Nice. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say it wasn't entertaining for what it was, mm -hmm. but it was so ridiculous. And some of the acting and the writing was so hackneyed. I'm like, oh, my God, it was so different back then. Yeah. And I mean, that was a fucking hot show. Man. Oh, my God. It was an amazing yeah. show. I loved him. And there's still aspects. He's great. I think he's great. Like I, I he was even on there. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, went on to star in Stargate SG One. Yeah, right. Exactly. I dig him. Like he's cool. I, he he was great on there. He was funny and just <laughs> you know his wit and I love like you know the goofy things that he that he rigs up and yeah. stuff. But just so much of the story writing and everything, I was just like, what? <laughs> this is ridiculous. This doesn't make sense. Like they just so flimsy. And that's kind of how I felt about a lot of those uh, <laughs> CBS shows, man. You know, you compare the writing on like Moonlighting, the writing on fucking Murder, She Wrote. Hey, hey, easy. I'm, no. I'm not easy gonna now. <laughs> I'm going to toss this mouse over at I was going to say, you're going to murder me. I'm going to be another episode. Yeah, I want to murder, She Wrote. I'm going to call an Angela Lansbury to try to figure it out. And you'll be like, there ain't no mystery. I clocked that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting you down. <laughs> 
Anyway, but yeah, so let us know if uh, if it's any good, if it's worth checking out, and then maybe I'll watch it and I'll talk about it later. Uh, moving on to some more nerdy, appropriately kind of nerdy stuff, because we're big nerds, uh, if you haven't <laughs> figured that out. Vito, there was some something I'm kind of interested to know more about. Yeah, so apparently there was some UFO lights over Las Vegas earlier this month. Okay. So I looked, dug into a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. and I found out that you're never going to believe this, guys. It's a weather balloon. Nope. It's test runs of jets or something. Nope. What is it? They don't know. <laughs> but I think I Wow. Oh, oh you think you figured knows. it out? Because in September of 2019, the same phenomenon happened in Vegas. Okay. And the mystery has been solved. And? and? So in September of 2019, the U.S. Navy parachute team called the Leapfrogs oh boy. did a little jump with flares attached to them to do like a flyby for a fucking soccer game. Okay. And if you look at the video that this woman, uh, Melanie Smith, took, the lights look exactly the same as the Navy parachute video. Okay. And on March 1st, yeah, there's a bunch of military holidays. Okay. So I think they jumped to do some kind of celebration show. Okay. But then my question is- Why not say it? Why not just say that? Why would they sit there and go, oh, we don't know. We have no explanation for what that is. Why wouldn't they just, I mean, like, were they- Have it out. Just use it. I don't know. Were they just, (laughs) did they play the, the, did they pay the fucking leapfrog guys like under the table or something? And they're like- Like whacked them all? (laughs) Right. It's like, yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, well, why don't we just tell them it's the leapfrog guys, sir? And it's like, do you realize we pay those guys under the table, right? We're paying them in cash and and hookers or something. (laughs) You know, we paid them in cash and hookers to do that for for Johnson's birthday that day and everything. We can't tell them that we did that. That was like, you know, we're breaking the law. And it's like, okay, so what do we go with? Unidentified flying objects. <laughs> when, the, when the military would rather say it's unidentified flying objects than just cop to a bunch of fucking leapfrog guys with flares on their belts. There's something else to this story, guys, because that doesn't make sense. But that, that sounds... Logical. That sounds like you kind of figured it out. Or but. another theory is there's a military base right there, and they were doing testing of aircraft, and those were like the jet engines of aircraft. But again, conventional aircraft. Right. But again, they've always said that in the past. They've said, "Oh, well, there was testing going on. There's a base there. Why would they? Why would they not say that this time? You know, are they just trying to like? Is the, is this just like having fucking Evan Peters on Wandavision, and it's like they're just trying to like <laughs> psych <smoke>. you out? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, we honestly don't know. We have no idea, folks, what those lights were and everything. And then we're going to find out down the line. They're going to be like, ah, dude, it was just a bunch of guys with flares. Ah, we had you going. Motherfuckers. (laughs) Next thing, I thought maybe they were going to say it's like, or it could be people jumping out of a plane with flares that went through a time rift. And that's why they just can't be found. That's why we don't have any evidence of it. All right. Couple things. For me to add here. Okay. <laughs> I have relatives that live in Vegas. And for the past two months or whatever, she keeps posting. She keeps seeing weird lights in the sky, mm, weird okay. objects in the sky. And she, you know, she's okay. never posted anything like this before. She's not yeah. some crack or anything like that. Right. And then it led to this. I'm like, that's 
weird. Maybe she's in on him, Megan. Maybe she is. And what's, we- what's weirder- They're paying her under the table to exactly. these It may be, because what's weird is I know she posted this because I kept seeing it. I was like, oh, God, that's weird, that's weird, that's weird. She kept doing it. And then she got video. I was like, oh, that is weird. What is that? I went back to look at it after we saw that. It's not there. Oh, really? It's all gone. Oh, okay. Mm. What happened to it? So the plot <laughs> thickens. Yeah. And then I also wonder, because we have this whole Space Force team. Right. The base right there. What if they were there investigating aliens? Mm. Could be. Area 51. I mean, it's all right there. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe the deal with these, what are they called, leapfrog guys? Yeah. Leapfrog. leapfrog. Maybe the thing with these leapfrog guys is they're actually aliens. What if they're, they're the underground people that you always talk about? Yes. The lizard people. Yeah. Or they're just aliens that needed a fucking job. They needed something to do. Or they're from the Dulce, New Mexico base. Okay. That could be a possibility, too, because those are some alien-human hybrids that they were genetically experimenting on underground. Maybe they got loose, and it's not too far from Vegas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Could be. Tons of resp- possibilities. What a world we live in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And all of this true stuff is going on at the same time. I just can't can't believe it. Right? Well, y- you know, we're like, here's the thing in all seriousness. Nowadays, everybody believes every crackpot theory and conspiracy thing out there but you know the funny thing about it that i always think with all this stuff going on is i'm like well there's all these people focusing on that there's probably some legit oh yeah shit that's going on (laughs) that's just sort of either being ignored or because it's mixed in with all the crackpot stuff it just kind of gets blown off or whatever Mm -hmm. But it's like, meanwhile, we're like busy with all this, and then we like we might they find... come in behind us, yeah, right, yep. <laughs> and then we're gonna like find out that somewhere there in like the desert of Nevada, there's actually like a small town of just like three hundred aliens living in a small town, mm-hmm. you know, that look humanoid or something like that, or maybe they can make themselves look humanoid, and you know, they're already that... among us, Larry. It, yeah, you believe that? David Ike sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Some know. Some days I do. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. I think the crowd that I played for last night might qualify. Some of them might qualify for that. But, oh, gosh. Oh, man. Anyway, all right. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, desert and things like that, so, okay. <laughs> what, Meg, what, what is this about? Because this is your thing. This is an amazing rock. Great. It's the coolest rock. rock. I got a rock, yeah. yeah. Coolest <laughs> rock ever. Um, some geologists found s- this plain brown rock shaped like an egg. Wow. Right? Right. It's really interesting. No, okay. I'm being facetious. Oh, oh okay. So, <laughs> but then he cracked it open, and inside of it was a perfect replica of the cookie fucking monster. The eyes, if you look at it, it's got the eyes in it and the mouth. Yeah. It's blue like him. I looked at it. It's amazing. It's so cute. But I guess like these rocks tend to favor things like there's an owl and stuff like that. But this is like a perfect cookie monster. And people are collecting these things. And you know how much he was offered for this thing? How much? $10,000 for a rock he found. Because people are fucking dumb. People collect weird shit. I mean, 
come on, man. <laughs> Why the fuck? Are they, what are you doing? I mean, I know we've been in this pandemic for a while now and everything, but. Here, here tell me you want to take a cookie mustard rock and go around and go num, 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 num with it. Chasing people around. I didn't say I wouldn't do oh, that. Okay. I just wouldn't pay $10,000 to do that. Do you do that. it? Okay. What if it's a shape-shifting alien rock and it takes on the form of the of the first image that comes to your mind that it can read? <laughs> so it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah, Man exactly. of rocks? <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't want to be found. It doesn't want you to know what its natural form looks like. So it takes on the form of your first thought. Could be. Could be. You know? I'm, it's I'm, our alien right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of boring anyway because I find rocks really interesting <laughs> in general. <laughs> Like when I was a kid, man, I was just infatuated with rocks. Uh, my childhood buddy, who I've talked about plenty of times, and he listens to us, David, um, he had a rock garden next to his house. And man, like we would just, we'd spend a whole fucking weekend out there in that fucking rock garden, just digging around for rocks with our G.I. Joes and all that stuff and cleaning off rocks and all in like, look at this one, man. It's like blue and purple. And, like, and we thought that was, shit was amazing. And I still now, man, I still now, if I go somewhere, even if I go to like the museum and they've just got like in the gift shop and they've got like. Oh, around. yeah. I love those. Stupid things. <laughs> exactly. Like I they see charge like $80 for. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I get all the geo just so I can crack them open. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Right. I'm like, man, I want that rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I'm with you. So I don't Early. I don't blame people for being infatuated with rocks, but I just the cookie monster face thing. It's like, oh, come on. It's like. We keep having this. It seems like every few years there's a new one of these like uh, apparitions or whatever you want to call it that comes up. It's like, you know, a woman down in Mexico opened up a bag of Doritos and, <laughs> right. and found the, the face of the uh, the Virgin Mary on the face of a Dorito. Yeah. And it's like, you know, she's been offered 25 grand for it. And it's like, oh, dude, come on, man. Sometimes shit like that, it just happens. You know, it all is all how you look at it. <laughs> so. You're just jealous you haven't found something you can sell off her thousands of dollars oh i actually have thousands of dollars worth of stuff i could sell i just don't want to sell it but none of them have anything to do with cookie monster i do have a spanish-speaking ernie doll (laughs) (laughs) if anybody's interested i have an ernie doll from the 90s that you know when you ernesto is out his name yeah probably yeah yeah sesame street ernie and you squeeze his one hand you know and he's and you squeeze his hand and he says you know te quiero you know (laughs) Por favor, you know, he says, oh, he does the laugh and everything. <laughs> but in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> How do you laugh in Spanish? CCC. Oh, God. En français. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And we're banned. <laughs> but no, seriously. There goes our subscriber. Guy. Yeah, exactly. But seriously. And uh, yeah, so if anybody wants to pay me 10 grand for that, they can have it. Some tells me they won't. They probably won't. Um, speaking of monsters, you're talking about cookie monsters. I know there was something that you were really excited about. Yeah, there's talks, um, a new monster movie's coming out. What, what not, kind of monster? not monster monster, but the like monsters Inc. monsters. Mm. Oh, it's a Disney thing. It's a Disney thing, yeah. So it's, I think it's gonna called Monsters at Work. Okay. And like they just got Mindy Kaling. Yeah, Mindy Kaling. Oh, yeah, nice. okay. To sign on for it, so she's the newest person. She'll be good for that. Yeah. yeah. So I. I don't know, but I don't think I've ever seen her. Mindy, she's from uh, The Office. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, okay. She's got another big show that she The wrote. Mindy Show. Yeah. yeah, she had her own show. She's mm-hmm. been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's really yeah. funny. She's yeah, got that okay. really 
particular kind of quirky humor that you would find on a show like The Office. So okay, I think she'll yeah no she'll the be fitting good, for good? That. yeah she's good for that yeah okay well it so it kind of follows this young guy he just graduated from Monsters University and he's all eager to get to Monsters Inc and scare the crap out of people okay and then he gets there and he finds out well they're not scaring people anymore right because now it's all laugh it's all laughter right so he's like. Well, fuck, now what do I do? I took the wrong I, I spent all this time learning how to scare at Monsters <laughs> University, and it's not what you do anymore. So they got the whole quest about going and, you know, meeting up with all these other people and changing. So it kind of sounds like me going into the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we like, don't do it and do that anymore, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how it was for me going into the 90s, folks. I turned 18 in the early 90s, and I spent... Pretty much most of my growing up, like learning to play guitar, growing my hair out, getting like the perfect tight ripped jeans, getting like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be like, man, you know, I turn like 18 years old, 19. You know, if I have to, I'm going to go to Hollywood. I'm going to go to the Sunset Strip. I'm going to, you know, be in the next big docking or rat type band or something like that or everything. And then I literally, literally when I got to that age and I could do that, all of a sudden it was like, hey, did you hear about this new thing called grunge where it's like everybody's cutting their hair and they're dressed down and you don't have to actually play guitar very well or, you know, and, and you know, rock is basically dead, bro. It's like. <laughs> Great. Yeah, exactly. It was like. Oh, now what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now what I do. So needless to say. The, the 90s were a floundering time for Larry. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It didn't pick up till the very end of the decade. I love the I love the monsters. Movies. Yes. Have you ever seen those? Vito? No. Oh, oh dude. dude. I know. Well, you're not real big on animated no, stuff, but really. these, so good. these yeah. are really good. They're really funny. They're not really it's most well, like a lot of stuff, but they're not really that kitty to me. So much of the gags and the things that are great mm -hmm. about it, it's like you have to be older. You're not going to get it. Get it, yeah. So yeah, they're they're really good. I always love in um, the university one where they're tiptoeing, being real <laughs> quiet in the library, and Sully's back. They're like, "Oh my god, would you just go?" <laughs> <laughs> like I, I feel like that in a grocery store quite a lot. <laughs> That's how we were driving here tonight. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, oh yeah. my gosh!" But anyway, and then one last uh, little tidbit because the, oh god, this is. Speaking of right up your alley. Yes. So what is it that this Taco Bell news? Well, they got a couple things that came out. Okay. So one of them is they're taking their own thing, a twist on a chicken sandwich. Oh, because we've got, we're in the midst still of the whole chicken sandwich wars, right? Apparently. How and when did this happen? I, I don't even know. I missed it. Because I, it started, didn't it, with the whole Popeyes thing? I think so. It was Which the, I've never had. Well, I've never had it either. No. But I mean, there was that whole thing where people were like getting shot like in drive throughs like trying to get this fucking chicken sandwich. Yeah. I heard it's the most amazing chicken sandwich. And see, now I've talked, I've never had it, so I can't judge it one way or the other, mm -hmm. but I have talked to some people who have tried it and they said, it's good. Like, it's not like, holy fuck, you've never tasted anything like this. Like this chicken will, you know, just change your life. Yeah, exactly. It'll make you grow like a third testicle. It's so fucking amazing or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Vito's looking at me like, why would that be yeah. amazing? <laughs> another one to get in the way. Yeah, it's like two is enough to like 
Beetle's trying to make sense of this whole thing. <laughs> oh, All right. God. Okay, I'm sorry I used that Especially example. Especially in those summer months, man. That's cool. Give me more baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got to get a Costco membership for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man yeah it looks like i'm going up a size in my underwear <laughs> you need an extra pouch in there now yeah right. oh, dude can you imagine that if like humans got to the point where they evolved a third testicle and you had to create underwear that had an extra pouch to fit what that guy in there what do you do with there? the seams in the pants what happens <laughs> Oh yeah, because it you goes have to right up the side. There. Dude, fashion would be turned on its head. They'd have to redo everything, menswear and all that. <laughs> They'd be like, "Well, looks like we're living in Jenko jeans for the rest of our lives." <laughs> be like the babies where it has a little snap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to let that extra ball hang out. Yeah. We need a little, little extra room. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine if people did that? Could you imagine if people walked around like if we had like all of a sudden there was a mutation and you had this like third extra kind of big ball there and there really was no way to like comfortably have it so that like the new style was that you had like just like a little cut in your pants that this ball could just hang free. <laughs> you imagine picturing people walking around with that, like just one one free hanging ball. Some assholes be like, you get some little asshole kids be running around just walking up to people like flicking it. Like, and like, oh, ow. <laughs> ow, my ball. You know, it's like. I just started picturing that South Park episode where they their balls are swelled up and they're bouncing on oh, them, yeah. like bouncy balls. Oh my God. <laughs> They all got cancer. Yeah, yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, that hurts to even Jeez. think about it. Oh, my God. Move along. Move right. along. How, how did we get so far off a of chicken? I yeah, I don't even know how we got on this balls talk here. <laughs> I don't even know. But anyway, but it, so they, okay, they've so got like, this it's chicken sandwich. like a pita. Okay. And like this um, jalapeno sauce. And there's extra jalapenos. And it's just a piece of chicken stuck in there. And that, that, that's it. Jeez. I mean, cool, but why? I don't know. I just don't why? understand why everybody's making such a big deal out of this stuff. Yeah, why? What's I wrong with know. the chicken they already had? Why, why do we need a big slab of chicken in there? I don't know. Well, think about it. We live in a world now where people can order sandwiches where the quote-unquote bun is two pieces of fucking fried chicken. Right. You yes, know what I'm talking true. about when they yeah. have those? It's uh -huh. like, like yeah. K, was it KFC or one of them was doing Something that? Like that yeah. yeah. Where you could get some sort of like thing in the middle and then, yeah, instead of having a bun, it was just two breaded pieces of chicken. It's like, you fucking slobs. <laughs> <laughs> my God. That's like, that's making my gallbladder hurt just thinking about that. Yeah. My cholesterol's gone up just. <laughs> right. Just, Jesus. just looking at, just looking at a picture of it makes your cholesterol like go through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other thing? They so had? the other thing, what was it like? Cheesy tater tots. Oh, I don't know anybody that likes cheesy tater tots. Uh, me, me, I love <laughs> cheesy tater tots. Yeah, yeah. Give me some of your tots. <laughs> Give me some of your tots. <laughs> God. Yeah, and they throw some sour cream on there. Oh my God, I'm in. I will. I I'll be at Taco Bell every day. Okay, but here's a question. Now I know that you're a big fan of the Sonic cheesy tater tots. Oh yeah. So. It's a different, it, they're different, they're different categories. Okay, all right, because I was going to say, so are you going to like start moving over to the no. Taco Bell side because you're such a Taco Bell freak? No. 
What if they you will had be to, loved equally? What if you had? I to will choose? have Taco Bell for lunch and Sonic for dinner. Yeah, you would do that. I would yeah. do that. You, know, you probably <laughs> have nothing have. but tater tots. Is the tots. cheese pre-injected in the tots, or do you get like a? Uh, no, sauce? I think they're just on top. Oh, okay. I think. Ooh, that would be cool, man. That would be cool. Having like tater tots, but in the center, it's like a cheese curd. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I, I have a, a thing with pre-injecting cheese into things. Like, really? Let me do it. <laughs> 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 like Italian sausages and hot dogs that have like cheese inside them. It's like, why did you put that in there? Like, yeah, I, I have to. I haven't hmm. eaten one of those in years. But when I was a kid. They came out with the when they first came out with that those hot dogs that had stuff in the middle because you could get ones that had cheese in the middle and you could get ones that had chili in the middle. Oh wow, oh. I didn't know about the chili oh. ones. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I lived on those things, man. When I was like ten years old, nine, ten, eleven years old, it was like if I if mom bought me hot dogs, I was like, get me the ones with the chili in the middle. <laughs> they were kind of hard to you know like I'm well they probably weren't hard to get, but I'm sure she made me think they were hard to get, so she just didn't have to buy them all Stop the time. Eating them. Be like, just eat these fucking Eckrich ones or whatever like i'm not gonna seek out those and it's like they're probably like 20 cents more or something like that but yeah like especially in the summer those were great because then i just put like a little whatever mustard or whatever on there and mm-hmm. fucking chili in the middle it was awesome loved it it's kind of like that goobers peanut butter and jelly it's all in one thing yeah that'll oh, be um yeah wait what is that called uncrustables no no oh, oh. Fuck. Mm. dude you don't you know she is miss uncrustable no i meant when we were kids they came out with this Peanut butter and jelly jar that has both of it in there. Peanut butter oh, and I remember jelly. that. It was like a swirly almost. Yeah, I remember. Kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, They still. I was. That. Yeah, they still do. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, that's so cool. I have to. Have, it was garbage. <laughs> I'm sure it was. It's fucking. It was terrible. <laughs> it is donkey ass garbage. I was like, I will garbage. mix it myself from Listen, now on. The only peanut butter and jelly that exists in my world is Jif and fucking Welch's grape jelly. Fuck that's yes. That's it. Yes. That's it, man. Don't get no strawberry jelly on that shit. It's grape jelly. And Jif peanut butter. That's what I want my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. On better on buttermilk bread. On buttermilk bread. Oh, you're getting all fancy yeah. and shit. It's got to be that yeah. that combo for me. Mine's going to be Italian bread. Oh, yeah? I'll do anything, but Italian oh. bread's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I think everybody's pretty clear I will. <laughs> you throw her one of those, what is it, like peanut butter and honey uh, Uncrustables? Oh, my God. I just had one the other day. Oh, yeah. My coworker brought me one. I was like, fuck yeah. I was Dude, so excited. It was she gets, so good. She gets violent so about good. that shit. Those are hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, whenever so I'm at the store, whenever I'm at the store, I, like, I look, look for them. <laughs> I think of you and I look for it. I'm like, oh, I, if I see the Uncrustables, I'm like, oh, do they have those? And I never see those. Mm-hmm. So. so good. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And it's about that time we get into a little bit of the old smooth and shiny and brand new squad talk. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm in a mood, man. I can't. I you just you're just gonna have to deal with me for another twenty minutes or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, in squad talk, we like to talk usually more more often about like the sciency kind of stuff and everything, or just it doesn't have to be that. But seems like lately that's what it's been. It's what we yeah do. yeah it's, it's what yeah. we do. Yeah. This is how we do it. What we want. This it's Friday is, night. Yep. <laughs> This Until is how Jordan. we do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Should learn that one. Oh, my God. I should probably learn that song. Yeah. People would probably dig that. It's a great tune, man. It's classic. It is. Oh, boy. Well, Meg, why don't you start us off? Because we've got some uh, space talk to get into. It's not squad talk. It's space talk. Space talk, talk. Yes. yeah. So what's this about? So I guess this is Japanese billionaire, and he is searching the globe Eight people mm-hmm. to join him in 2023 on a SpaceX mission to space. <laughs> like it's supposed to be like going around the moon or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, some, something like that. I like can't... orbiting the moon or something. Yeah. I, I Okay, look. <laughs> Here's the thing. On one hand, that sounds awesome. <laughs> on the other hand, especially looking at how things have been going lately for SpaceX, that sounds like a death wish. <laughs> Well, it's not until 2023. They got a couple years to work their shit out. That ain't a lot of time when it comes to... <laughs> two, two years is not a lot of time when it comes to this sort of stuff. It ends up taking them like forever mm-hmm. to, to figure this stuff out. Now, Vito, now you, out of all the three of us, you're the one that most wants to go to space. I legitimately looked into joining the Mars One program to be shot to Mars on a one-way trip. But I was too tall to join. So oh, that it. sucks. <laughs> That'd be about right. You just chop you off at the knees. Right, How's exactly. that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, like if uh, that's an interesting thought. Like if they were able to do some sort of like genetic thing to you to like alter your body some. That's like you need to just be like two inches shorter and you would you would make it because you're like whatever six six or something now you need to be we can't take anybody over six four we could do something to like compress your spine would you do it probably <laughs> <laughs> okay well the good news is for this he's um originally he wanted to be like artist like actual art artist yeah. but then he like well what does artist really mean so he's like opened it up to everything so you're an artist. You yeah. might fit. So he's looking for AP. It's still going to be total 12 people going to Mars. And he's like, I just need people that will support each other and help us make this happen. Yeah. And if that sounds like you, I'll tell you exactly, talk to me. I'll tell you exactly what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the plot of a movie that Vito would watch on a Friday night that probably didn't make back its budget hey, man. <laughs> at the box office. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> it sounds like that kind of movie, and it's the kind of thing where by the time they actually get there, there might be two of those 12 still alive. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe. If not one. Depends on like how they want to tone the end of that movie. Like If it's supposed to be like, well, it's sad that this all happened, but the main guy and the, and the, and the main girl like made it there, and now they're going to just live the rest of their days. Like, that's, like, the happy ending. Or there's the one where it's just the one person is, like, now going to forever be on Mars, like, all alone. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. If you found out they were doing, like, if you had an in and they were like, hey, Vito, this Japanese billionaire, 
is said like he'll put you on this because yeah I think they said like it's free right he's yeah like, he's covering everything yeah oh Vito's got a look <laughs> yeah it's like oh really and yeah it says um, the goal is going into space is to help other people and greater society in some way that's what kind of artist quotes he's looking for you hmm. could do this Vito this 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 speaks you it does and I'm not getting any younger man so that's true now or never. <laughs> It's now or never <laughs> to fly to Mars. Yeah. You're going to get to Mars or die trying. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do this, you're going to get to the, you're going to go to Mars and you're going to try dying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you know me. I'm not very adventurous. I don't like my feet coming off the ground. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if this was a NASA thing, I would be more open to it and be like, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, like I'd, but I don't know, man, SpaceX just, they're too young. Yeah. I don't trust them. They're they're. I just don't feel like they're, uh, there's, there's not enough of like regulation going on there. Um, what they're doing. It's just a bunch of billionaires that are like, let's make rockets. It's like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Hmm. Every yeah. single thing they've done is blown up every. Yeah. But NASA had, blunders in the past as well but you got to keep going and just persevere and, and make it better and then eventually you're going to get there but it's going to take sacrifice you know along the way absolutely i agree i'm just not going to be one of them sacrifices <laughs> <laughs> you know i yeah i don't know about that man but yeah so Vito would do it what about you would you I, do I, it no no <laughs> she's like no i need more of a guarantee i okay. need to be more of a luxury ride and event for me <laughs> Well, but have the hotel ready, set to go for me. Well, I got I got a story for you then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What's that? Oh. So the world's first space hotel. Well, yeah. Okay, now we're talking. So okay, maybe you can hitch a ride on yeah. the SpaceX flight with Vito, but then just get dropped off at the hotel while they continue on to Mars. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me more. So in 2019, there's a California company called the Gateway Foundation. And they had plans for a cruise ship style hotel, which is pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Right. Now, let I'm me in. just point out the Japanese wanted to do this by 2015, and this was planned out in the 90s, and we still haven't got that yet. <laughs> right. But anyway, they wanted to call this hotel the Von Braun Station, based off the Von Braun rockets and all gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But unfortunately, they decided to change that name because they had Nazi ties, and you really right. don't want that in this right. day and age. Yeah. So now they're calling it the Voyager Station. Fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, well, this is funny because I, I was reading up on this. Apparently, now they're being threatened to once again change that name. Okay. They got a letter from, like, this anonymous blonde podcast host who goes by <laughs> the initials MG. I'm totally buying it. Who, who claims to passionately hate the TV series Star Trek Voyager and is threatened. Huh, that's really weird. See, yeah. Huh. I wonder who did that. I don't know. It's I mean, anonymous. They only said it was initials MG, so I don't know what that. Could be anybody. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Megan Guess. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, uh, Blonde podcast host. Yeah. That does fit your description. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Megan did it. <laughs> well. Okay, so you were you were all excited for a moment there about this this proposed space hotel because now I'm going to end up like a gazillion years fucking away and have somebody dumbass crying at me all day. 
like I, I have I don't need any more of that. Oh my god. You know, your irrational hatred of Captain Janeway just it needs to be addressed one of these days. You, <laughs> you guys are gonna like glue my eyes open and make me watch her. <laughs> yeah. It's a marathon. Be a, it's a my own torture chamber. A clockwork voyager. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Oh man. I, I, that Now, that sounds cool to me. I'm more interested in something like if we get to the point where we can go out there and like go stay at a space hotel and come back, that's kind of more my thing. This like one way trip to space thing. It's like, <laughs> why is it one way? It's like, well, because you're going to die. <laughs> you know? We haven't figured out the return trip yet. So yeah. Yeah. It's just a one way for now. Yeah, you're you're going to die. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> yeah. It could be immediately. It could be a couple years. Right. We don't know. <laughs> okay. So here's my thing on the note. Of that hotel, right? Mm -hmm. Here's why I have a problem with that. Um, so they just announced that they have found an asteroid that is going to be passing near Earth. We don't have to worry about it hitting Earth. Okay. But there's, there's a caveat here, okay? So the thing that makes me nervous about this asteroid is that it's going to pass through our space you know our area and everything mm -hmm. and what they're worried about is that it looks like it has a strong possibility of hitting satellites and other objects that are in orbit around earth so it's not, not it's not this particular asteroid that we have to worry about it's it's what it's going to collide with that could <laughs> send us into the stone age yeah <laughs> throttle it towards earth and everything <laughs> And uh, they said that this asteroid is about the size of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty big. Uh-huh. You know, we've had lesser asteroids, like, be a threat, you know, because it doesn't take that big. <clears throat> it take big, a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take that big of one. So it's the it's size gonna of... crash into the moon and the moon's yeah. going to crash into us. <laughs> right, yeah. All Umbrella Academy style right? and shit, yeah. But so here's the thing. My thought about it was when you're talking to me about this hotel in space my thing is like how do you make a hotel out in space that's going to basically it's supposed to sit in one spot all the time what happens if some eiffel tower rock fucking comes towards your hotel i mean what what do you do then well didn't you say it was like a cruise ship it's, it's got thrusters we can move oh okay right Instead of iceberg straight ahead, it's asteroid straight ahead. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, just don't fuck it up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. I just, I just wonder, because I know in space things can't, you know, like those thrusters, at least like in the movies, it's like, it's like turn on the thrusters. It's like, boom. And then it like very, <laughs> very slowly kind of scoots. It's like, yeah, we're moving very slowly here. You or got that's when they stop working. You're like, where are we moving? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> what if you're in this fucking hotel and they're like, oh, this fucking Eiffel Tower asteroid's coming towards us. We better move. And then they're like, um, sir. Yeah, the uh, thrusters aren't working. They won't be installed till Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you mean they're Nuclear not working? Power. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean they're not working? It's like, yeah, um, we knew that we knew it wasn't working. We called out to the company to uh, come fix it, but they said they couldn't be here until next Thursday. I got an open ticket. Just waiting to hear back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we were expecting them to come out about the same time as the cable guy. <laughs> Everything. People up here have been really bitching that they can't get HBO now. Uh, so, you know, we kind of prioritize the uh, cable over the 
the thrusters. Or they've got a bunch of those, you know, that guy from Red Bull who did that space jump from like high orbit and he like parachuted down to the earth. Okay. What if they made you get into like a suit like that and you just had a jump? Yeah. That is literally the most terrifying thing I could possibly think of. <laughs> or you don't even have to worry about it really because two things are going to happen here. Okay. Okay. We are either going to be thrusted those so far in the future into different time areas. Okay. That we're never going to make it back. Okay, we just get away from it. <laughs> or I'm going to gladly welcome it because I don't have to listen to this bitch whine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's even funnier to me is I'm picturing it being like kind of like that one scene in Austin Powers. When that when when Austin's up on that that like steamroller thing, oh, and the guy and the guy stand there like at the end of the hallway, and he's like, no, <laughs> and that but the steamroller's just real slowly coming towards <laughs> him, and he's just standing, and it's like, why don't you move? I picture it being like that is like a bunch of people are on this fucking space station hotel, and they're looking out the the windows there, and they can see this asteroid coming towards them, but it's not like throttling it like thousands of miles. It's just very slowly because you could see it all the way out there and you're just watching this thing coming towards you and you're like, no, it's slowly coming towards you. No, it's still slowly coming towards you. And it's like, yeah, uh, the, uh, the the customers, the hotel guests have been screaming and preparing for their untimely death for about the last 15 days, you know, just. Yeah. So. Infirmary's full and you know they got all horse throats and stuff. Yeah, been screaming so much. <laughs> I I don't know. I just all <laughs> these things they they sound potentially promising, but I uh, yeah. I no. Uh, apparently, they're going to start construction in 2026, and then they want an operational structure up there in 2027, which is utter and complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you can mass produce something like that. In that time frame, man. Dude, they're still doing construction on the Dan oh, Ryan. God. Here we go. On, on the Dan Ryan in. in downtown Chicago. I'm pretty sure it's been under construction my entire life. <laughs> I know it has been for my life, man. So. Right. It's in this and it's just this one little spot. It's not even like it's not even like, like a oh, four but, by four foot section. Right. <laughs> it's literally like one like little mile section or two mile section of the Dan Ryan Expressway and they're still working on it. If they can't get that shit fixed and, and especially that's just yeah. cement like rocks and water. Like that's all that you need to do to fix that. Exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine if they hired some fucking Chicago area contractors <laughs> to go up there and make that oh, hotel? Lord, never get done. It'd get about 35% completed and then just be sitting there <laughs> collecting space dust. <laughs> you get a, so where's our shuttle? It's right there. What's that? Sponsored by IDOT. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Forget it. Never mind. Well, we stopped working on it because we couldn't figure out a way to make the path through space to get there. We couldn't figure out how to put a toll there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we need to put a toll booth there because, you know, it's got to be tolls. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What do you suggest? Well, I suggest that you suggest that we suggest something for you to check out. <laughs> this section is what wow. we call, what do you suggest? <laughs> you could call me Ray or you could call me Jay. Oh, my God. I've just... 
reverted right back to like 1981 for some reason. Just <laughs> it was talking about those old TV shows. I think was what did it to me. In this segment of what do you suggest, we like to tell you all about things that we have recently uh, checked out and we think you might be interested in. And Vito, do you got something to suggest to the good folks? Uh sure do. This week it's a TV show called Clarice. Hello, Clarice. On Larry's favorite station, CBS. Oh, God. <laughs> Goodbye, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't figured it out, this takes place in the Silence of the Lambs universe Okay. with Clarice in the early 90s, right after she cracks the Buffalo Bill case. Oh, so this is like a sequel. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, like a okay. Direct, yeah, yeah. I thought this was supposed to be more like a retelling or something. No. Yeah. It's, it follows the events of Buffalo Bill. Like this happened, I think Buffalo Bill happened like a year prior and she's like this huge celebrity because she cracked the case. Mm-hmm. But it's the early 90s and she's on the, the FBI and nobody likes her because she's a woman. She's mm-hmm. got to kind of prove herself. And they always like throw her off to the side. They don't think her ideas are valid. But then she ends up proving them wrong and going against them like on live TV. It's, it's, it's an incredible show. She's trying to crack this case about what's supposed to be a serial killer. But you find out that it's much, much, much deeper than that. Okay. It might not even be a serial killer at all, which isn't a spoiler. You find that out in like the first episode. It's really, really well done. Okay. The actress <laughs> is, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I think you guys should definitely check it out. Hmm. So good. I love Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know. I did a whole report on it in high school. Nice. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I remember reading a uh, uh, book. I w- at that time when that movie came out, I was really into reading like true crime stuff about like serial killers and all that. I'm not that into that anymore because it's just fucking depressing. <laughs> but when I was like 18, 19 years old, you know, I was fascinated with that. And uh, yeah, I thought that movie was great. I thought it was really interesting. Plus, I can do the Buffalo Bill voice really well, which just creeps people out. Yeah, so like, please don't do it. I'm not going to do it. Cause <laughs> yeah. Like, don't ever do that again. Oh, word. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, okay, that sounds cool. See, I totally misunderstood what that was supposed to be about. I thought that show was supposed to be like a retelling, like mm-hmm. it was like a reboot. So no, I'm totally down with the idea of them following it up. And, it's like, great. Okay, really good. cool. And what is that era? Series? That's CBS. on CBS? Yeah. Just regular, regular CBS? Regular CBS, yeah. Okay. On okay. Thursday nights. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, Megan, you got a suggestion? Um, I got a silly one. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> it's a TV show. It's a brand new TV show for this year. Um, it has Miam Mayam Bellic. Mayam Bellic, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Blossom. Uh, Blossom. Okay. That's um, it. Sound familiar. Yeah, or also uh, on, uh, what's that show? Yeah, on uh, Big Bang Theory. That's it, okay. yeah. So I loved her on that. Loved her in Blossom. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out or whatever. It's very quirky. It's cute. And I, people are bitch about it. And like at the end of it, like they all turn to the camera and they wave to say bye. Okay. And so it's really quirky. I kind of, I like it. I was like, oh, I like it. They all come, everybody that was on the show come out and they wave. Nice. Even if they're just kind of like just one-off people. Okay. It, it, I, I enjoy it. What's it called? It's Call Me Cat. Call Me Cat. Yeah, sorry. I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Call Me Cat. Her name's Cat. She was on this career to become, I can't remember, like a doctor or a lawyer, something like that, where she spent all these years going to school for it. And then she just dropped it all and she opened this cat cafe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and her name's Cat. So Call Me Cat. Uh, get it. Wow. So, but she's put everything into this and her mom's like worried about it. She's like, oh, you're a 39 year old woman. You're almost 40. 
So, you know, talking to me here and you're single and you're not, you know, you own a cat cafe. I mean, come on. You can be an old bag lady, cat lady. Come on. What are you doing? So I don't know. It's just quirky. She's doing her own thing, finding her own way. And of course, she's always sticking her foot in her mouth and she's always breaking that fourth wall because she'll turn and talk to the camera. So what is this air on? Um, it is on Fox. Oh, it's a Fox show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've been watching it on Friday, so, but I've been watching it on Hulu. So I'm, if it's on Hulu by then, it must come out on Thursday. Probably, right? Yeah, because there's usually a, a little delay. I think so. So it comes out every day on Friday on Hulu, so it must be... A Thursday thing or a Wednesday? Sunday or... Oh, no, this is Sunday. It's a I, Sunday thing. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, the Hulu, sometimes it's hard to track. I think it depends on the show and the network. Like, sometimes yeah, how fast it gets on there. The right the next day, because I know it, like, with uh, the reality shows, like American Ninja Warrior, it's like it airs on Monday and then it's on Hulu by Tuesday. Right. You know? uh, Dancing with the Stars, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe for some of those sitcoms and stuff, it's it a little... It must take bit, a little longer. Right. Okay, cool. Call me cat. Call me cat. All right. So my suggestion is a music-related thing that is uh, a show that you can find online at mixcloud.com. And it is a show called The Rock and Roll Stew Radio. And it's my old friend, uh, Todd Bowers, who played in a band with me for years. And he played in the Steepwater Band for years, a Mm -hmm. bass player. And uh, he's still out there playing and, and stuff. He's a great musician. He's a great guy. And he knows a lot about music. And he has this really cool show that he just started. I think he's only got like two episodes out of it. Oh, okay. So it's new, new. Yeah. Called Rock and Roll Stew Radio. And he just, um, he does like some themes and stuff on there. Like there might be like a theme that he'll play certain songs that are around a certain theme. Uh, he he likes to dig in and find like some deep tracks that by like, big bands, but like deep tracks you don't hear on regular radio it's i mean that's what it is it's it's a basically it's a radio program uh but it's if you're tired of all the same bullshit they play on regular rock radio and everything (laughs) he plays a lot of really cool stuff i mean the i i the first episode i heard he was playing like obscure aerosmith and some zz top and black crows and just like you know good like rootsy rock stuff stones dylan all that kind of stuff. As I said, you can find him at mixcloud.com, you know, Todd Michael Bowers. I'll have the link for it in the description as well as the link to your Call Me Cat and as well as the <laughs> link for Clarice. All the links for the things we're suggesting will be in the description. So, yeah, if you can, go check out his show. Uh, let him know that I sent you mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, I'm a big fan of it. Even even if he wasn't my friend, just listening to it, I'm like, oh, this is a great show. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be it's amazing. Right up my alley and stuff. So check that out. And then last but not least, we like to recommend uh, a another show. A lot of times we recommend like a YouTube channel or another podcast. And this time I would like to give a shout out to a podcast and it is called the pop culture hour. And that sounds familiar. Yeah. I, yeah, we follow them and I think they follow us and stuff on uh Podbean and mm-hmm. all that. And it's really cool. Mike and John or Mikey and Johnny or however they want to be addressed. <laughs> uh, it's pop culture hour. It's, it's a lot like what we do here talking on the squad and everything. I mean, they talk about everything they talk about, WandaVision and Superman and Spider-Man and, you know, uh, sci-fi stuff. And they talk about Cobra Kai and, you know, just <laughs> all the things that we get into. It's it's all the if you're into that kind of stuff, you like listening to shows like ours where we talk about pop culture things. Mm-hmm. Pop Culture Hour 
is a show for you. It's a really cool show. And like I said, you can find it on Podbean. You can find it on uh, various different platforms. And I will make sure to put the link in the description. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. So you can check it out. But on that note, I think it is about time for us to vamoose, as they say. Hightail it out of here. We will be back the next episode. Man, we're we're legal. We're, yep. Be episode 21. Watch out. Here we come. <laughs> All right. We'll see you then, everybody. Take care. Later. See ya.